Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. So, when last we left, our intrepid heroes had just watched Mania Night 1. And it was fantastic. Amazing. We discussed how great it was. And how excited and we how were for Night 2. excited we were for Night 2. Michael, how, how well did that, uh, did that excitement age? Um... Like milk left sitting out on a hot summer's day with pickle juice poured in it, into it. And that may be generous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so before we go diving into the big Cluster news, F? <laughs> the big news of for WWE, the cluster that was night two and the raw after a mm-hmm. couple of acquisitions uh, and re-signings. Yes. Um, I have two glasses in front of me. You do. You do. So <coughs> we are doing a uh, rye shootout this week. Okay. So our first glass is going to be the rabbit hole boxer grail. Okay. Which we've had before. This is a straight, this is a Kentucky straight rye whiskey. It is 47.5% alcohol by volume, making it 95 proof. Mm-hmm. And it is just, I believe, barley and rye. Okay. Yep. And 95% rye and 5% malted barley. That's going to be spicy. So, we've had this one we on had here. had it before. And I, if I remember correctly, we both enjoyed it. Yeah. And then I have the Redemption High Rye Bourbon. We've also had this one before. We've also had this one before. We're big fans of Redemption here. Mm-hmm. Great whiskeys and bourbons for the price that you pay for them. Or for any price, honestly. They're, they're just right. they're good. good. <laughs> uh, so this is, of course, the High Rye. This one is a bourbon, which means it is 51% corn mash. Okay. Plus the rye in there. So this one has a mash of 60% corn, 36% rye, 4% barley, and, of course, aged in new charred oak barrels. So this is a true bourbon that they just overloaded the rye with. Yes. Huh, okay. So, figured we'd give him a try and say, you know, do you like yeah. this one or this one? And just kind of going through and trying different ones. All right, so which one are we trying first? Or are we going to hit so, first? Uh, we'll do the Boxer Grail first. All right, so, cheers. Cheers. Extremely spicy. A lot of spice, but good flavor to it. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I do too. The, these rabbit holes, I've, we've had the Boxer Grail and we've had the High Gold. Yep. Both of them have been very good. Well, look, I'm a, I'm a rye fan. Like, like I have yeah. always liked them. I like my old fashions with bullet rye. You know, that's that's what I always order. Um. You know, leave your oranges, leave your cherries out. Just give me bullet rye, simple syrup, mm-hmm. splash of Angostura, 
put it over a chunk of ice, spritz it with with uh, orange oil, and let's rock and roll. Yep. Um, just because I do like that that spice. Yeah. Because it's a spice. It's not a burn. Yeah, right? it, like it's, it's it's got your traditional whiskey okay. burn, obviously. But think of it when when you say spice versus burn. So I think of cinnamon. It, think, yeah. think of cinnamon. You know, cinnamon. You have that burn to it. I was going to say that, cinnamon, that spice that pepper. Yeah, you know, like black pepper. Black pepper is spicy, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's not hot. It's not hot, and that's kind of what I mean there. Yeah. All right. Clear our palates real quick. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to hit the redemption. And we'll hit the redemption. Cheers. The redemption's a lot smoother. Mm -hmm. A lot smoother. Redemption. So, that's where you come into your difference, obviously, between uh, a rye and a bourbon that just has a high rye content. Like, yeah. The redemption has that spice, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you can you can definitely taste if you if you put this up against regular old redemption, there's definitely that hotter flavor to it, oh, right? Oh yeah, definitely. But this compared to that first one, mm-hmm. man, it's no contest. Right? We we went from a what was it, forty six, I think you said percent ride a uh ninety something. <laughs> so yeah. Uh both of them are great. Obviously, yeah. You know, redemption is gonna the redemption one is gonna be more along your lines of if you're a you're a standard whiskey drinker, you know, you drink your Jack, you drink your Jim, you know that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and you're like, man, I would like to try out a rye. I would like to see what all the fuss is about. Something like this is pro- is gonna be, I would say, a good go to. I I would say if you're gonna do that, get a um, uh, what'd you say, bullet a minute ago? Mm-hmm. I'd go with a bullet because then you're really gonna get that rye. Well. The reason I'm saying this, right? So this redemption still has that bourbon characteristic. Okay, okay. Right? I'm with so you it, there. it still has that. It's not completely different. To ease into it. To ease into it, right? Because if you're a fan of Jack, if you're a fan of Jam or anything like that, you're going to like this. Yeah. Right? It, it's a little spicier, but you're going to like it. Um, if you like it a lot, then I would suggest... Go with a bullet rye. Go yeah. with uh, this. Uh, uh, the, the rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Yeah. You know, go even go with like. I, w- I, would, I, would, I would dodge away from like Jack has a rye. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of those out there. Dodge away from those. Get one that actually, you know, does rye whiskey as yeah. their thing. Well, you yeah. know, when I was pulling these out, I'm like, okay, which ones do I want to pull? I had the idea for the rye shootout. And I have the Johnny Walker rye. And maybe we'll do the the bourbon versus the scotch rye at some point. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, I want this to be as close as I can get to, to this versus this. I don't remember if I have any bullet at home or I would have grabbed it to go up against the boxer grail. Because yeah. they would they would probably be closer. But eh, we'll see. I I really like I really like both of these whiskeys. I do too. So, yeah. what we should have done, mm-hmm. uh, we should have brought in, like, you should have brought in the Redemption Rye. Yeah. And then you should have brought in, like, that Canadian Hunter. <laughs> and been like, this is Mania Night 1, and this is Mania Night 2. 
or dimple pinch. You know, something like that. One of those that we we no, said okay, was hold on, awful. Hold on. hold on, we didn't say dimple pinch was awful. Yeah, we said it, it was no character. nothing. There was no yeah. character to it. Very, it was very just true. very true, very true. It, now the Canadian hunter. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad, and we knew it was going to be bad. Night. It was like. <laughs> I went with the sole purpose of what is the cheapest whiskey right. I can get my hand on in this store tonight as I'm shopping. And Canadian was Hunter it. was the winner. And it serves its purpose. So as, as the, the catch line for Sam Jackson beer from the Chappelle show, yep. it'll get you drunk. It'll get you drunk. <laughs> so I guess what we uh, should start off with here. The big is, news of the week. Well, yeah, yeah, let's start off with that. I, I think that that is what we need to start off with. Shortly before WrestleMania night two went on the airs, the news broke through, was it Frightful? Frightful, uh, several several yeah. outfits had broken it. Uh, Frightful's the one that I, I read mostly. Yeah. So. so Fightful broke the news that apparently WWE and Endeavor, which is the parent company of UFC, mm-hmm. Had agreed to terms on. I'm going to characterize this more as a merger yeah, than a I was buyout. About to say, basically, a merger. Uh, it's it's a merger where Endeavor is getting 51 percent shares. They're going to form a new company. Yeah, and Endeavor is going to get 51 percent new shares. WWE is going to get 49 percent. Uh, all the stock, from what I've been able to read, is just going to transfer over to the new yeah. company. It's not going to be a payout, uh, but they are going to merge into one parent company that they have not picked a name for yet, which you would think before they announce it, they would have mm-hmm. chosen That's a name. Something. Uh, I've kind of jokingly been calling it WWE Endeavor because mm-hmm. <laughs> it just works. WWE FC. <laughs> but, yeah, we have uh, the, the sale that we've all been waiting for since Vince mm-hmm. came back, essentially, even though it is more of a merger. Positive notes, they didn't sell to the Saudis. Positive, yep. Very positive note there. Negative note, they did sell to the UFC, which I'm not the biggest follower of UFC, but hearing people talk about it and hearing hearing what's been going on in the UFC recently, you know, it's Endeavor's not exactly a great company. No. They, they have kind of run UFC. They've run a lot of people away from the UFC mm-hmm. as far as fans are concerned, but... We will see. I would like to say we will see where this goes. That said, <clears throat> they also announced that WWE uh, granddad Vince McMahon would be the executive chairman of the board for mm. this new company. He'll be the executive chairman. Triple uh, A. Ari. I, yeah. I can't think of the guy's name. His name. He will be the executive he's, chairman for the UFC side of things. Well, no. I thought, wasn't it? Or the CEO. He's, he's going to be like the that. CEO. The CEO. He's going to be the CEO. And Nick Khan is the president of WWE. Yeah, president of WWE. And Dana White's the president so of UFC. UFC. Yeah. So UFC and WWE, at least as far as what we've been able to tell, are still going to be operated as separate companies yes. under the corporate un- uh, umbrella of WWE yeah. Endeavor. But you've got Vince, and you've got this Ari guy, and I cannot remember his last name, so forgive me, and I don't have it in front of me. They are going to be running the show. Vince was asked, uh, did that mean he was coming back to creative? His response was yes and no. 
that yes, he would have a high level view of creative and where WWE's going, but no, he would not be quote unquote in the weeds. Now, should we uh, talk about saying that? Should we now jump into the WWE WrestleMania 39 night two results? Absolutely. So that we can tell whether or not Vince is in the weeds. Yeah. So, spoiler <laughs> alert. He absolutely is, and he's a filthy liar. Yes. As well as having a stupid mustache. <laughs> he looks like the evil cartoon villain that he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we start off WrestleMania Night 2 with Brock Lesnar versus Omos. And so I'm going to say something before we go into any further into, the, into this. This match was almost match of the night for me. I want you to understand the statement that he just made, dear listeners. There was one match on this card that's way better. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. There is a match there is a match that deservingly is match of the night, obviously. But this match is second. Yes. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Yes. In a 3-minute big man versus big man match. Almost match of the night. So CBS Sports has this line as they finish it. Brock Lesnar gets the win. Yes. Brock Lesnar gets a win. And CBS Sports wraps up their summary of this match with, the match was competitive on the surface, but Omos's non-existent defense and durability made him look weak in the end. Yeah. Omos. And he absolutely, Omos is the weakest big guy I have seen since Giant Gonzalez. Yeah, so the match started off with almost with a lot of offense. Yes. Like, he got a lot in on Brock, but as soon as Brock hit him one time, that was it. Yep. Like, it was over. One F5 is all it took to put him down. Um, He's a paper yeah. tiger. But like, that to me, that falls in that category of look at Giant Gonzalez, look at the great Kali. You know, both of those guys are, they're huge but because of their size, their mobility is so limited mm-hmm. that they can't really put up an effective defense, right? Yeah. They just they can't make it look good. So they ha- almost have to default to that. Well, as long as they're on the offense, you know, they're big dudes. But as soon as they get that one hit, they just shatter. Yeah. So... Yeah, you know, it is just how it is. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had a truly effective big man other than other than Big Show Yeah, since Andre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Big Show was because he wasn't always as big as he became. Right. You know, and he got the surgery to stop him from growing yeah. too big. To even getting further, yeah. And Big Show has the issues of, He's a face. He's a heel. He's a face. Yeah. He's a heel. And the same night, he went and, through all those. Yes. So, yeah. Moving on, we have the women's showcase. Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. So this was utterly disappointing in yes. that it, it was a great showcase for a lot of these women. No, 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 no. Sir, you missed a word. It could have been a great showcase for a lot of these women. Yeah. It was not. So, if you remember last week, we talked about the men's showcase match. 
and that those eight guys decide, felt some kind of way about being <laughs> left off of WrestleMania, and they damn near stole the night. Yeah. These eight women couldn't be bothered. Yeah, so they the, the men stole the night because they felt like they were, you know, they felt a certain way. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that they didn't get the match of the night is because of the emotion attached to other matches on the card yeah. for night one. Well, Rhea Charlotte was better. Mm-hmm. The main event was better. Yeah, you but know. there's there's emotion. There was story. There mm-hmm. was attachment. Whereas the men's match didn't have any of that. Yeah, and in professional wrestling, story can make or break a match, yeah. and we're going to talk about that later. There, but, but this match was bad. Uh, the, the well, let me rephrase that. The match was serviceable. It was okay. Um. The end was Ronda tagging herself in, putting Shotzi in the arm bar, and Shotzi tapping out. Yeah. It was literally the first time Ronda stepped into the ring, she tapped out Shotzi. And, and um, going into this match, there was rumors that Ronda was injured. I still think she's injured. Yeah, I still think she is. Um, but so. because it's Ronda Rousey, who really and truly hasn't been relevant in 10 years, somehow WWE has decided she's important. Well, it's so because Vince McMahon that. is currently running forty years behind yeah, the true. rest of the true. the world. So, moving on, we get to Intercontinental Championship match. Is this your matchup before this is it, match of the night? Yeah, okay. I, I yeah, kind of thought this was going to be it. So, our Intercontinental Championship match: Gunther, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus. Yeah, absolutely match of the night. These three men. Went at each other in a hellacious match yes. that left Drogov mm-hmm. in the back. Like, why like, couldn't I be part of that? I, but I, I just. <laughs> so, for what it's worth, this match got five stars from Wrestling Observer. Mm-hmm. Is this um, the first? This is the first WrestleMania match to get five stars, I believe, from Wrestling Observer. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure on that one. Maybe. Um, or did. Yeah, I saw I something know, the other day about it. I do it, know this was the first one. You know, this was a, a five-star match. Uh, very well-deserved. Gunther wins. I'm okay with that. I really wish Sheamus would have won. Uh, you know, so he can go ahead and get that. So he can get his Grand Slam. Yeah. I, I really hope he gets that before he retires. Uh, I feel like he will. But I'm okay with Gunther hanging on to the belt. Yeah. Great match, though. It was it was definitely a great match and the best match of the night. And here we get to interesting booking decisions. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Yep. Bianca, and this this was a great match. Yeah, good match. Great match, as you would expect from these two yeah, women. Good match. Bianca Belair gets the win and yep. defeats Asuka. So. I'm left to ask this, and this is not the first time I'm going to ask the spoilers. This is not the first time I'm going to ask this tonight. Who beats Bianca? Right. Uh, that's kind of it's kind of where we are. Bianca's now held this belt for a year because she won it last Mania. They built up Asuka. This is Asuka is now zero and four at Mania, so she has never won a Mania match, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is a travesty. Yep. They reinvented Asuka. Right, as mm-hmm. Murder Clown Oscar, which love that look. Built her up, you know, showing that, okay, she's going to be a challenger to Bianca. And then 
She lost. Yeah. So I don't know. I agree with you. You know, who's going to beat Bianca at this point? I have no idea. I have one idea in mind and I don't like it. Who? Charlotte. I told I you I not. didn't like it. I told you I didn't <laughs> like it. But mm. I I hope that's not the case, but if it is I mean We we on SmackDown and this is kind of jumping ahead, but on SmackDown they announced the draft. It's yep, going to be like right after the uh, the next pay per view, the backlash. backlash, and so that leaves us with putting Bianca and Charlotte on the same show, and Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. is going to beat Bianca, and you're probably right, and I hate that. I don't want I I want Charlotte on the show. She's good. Mm. I don't want Charlotte on the show right now. Well, I mean, her, I think her, I think we're agree to disagree on this. Yeah. Let me finish my statement okay. though. I want Charlotte on the show. She's good, and there's so many women that can elevate themselves by working with her. Yes, oh, okay, I don't you know okay. want her in the title picture. Okay, I can I can go all. with that one. I can go with that one. So, next up, we have the best segment of the night, and I say that. Both kidding and not, because in my this is one of the best things I've seen happen in a long time. Mm-hmm. We have Snoop Dogg and the Miz come down to do their stuff. Was this was this here? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking it was closer to the main event. Yeah. This was here. Okay. Uh, Snoop Dogg and the Miz come down. The Miz gets in Snoop Dogg's face about well, you know, about the match last the, night. Yeah, the na- match the night before. And Snoop Dogg's like, I can do what I want, dude. And by the way, you've got another match tonight. Well, Miz says <laughs> Miz said something about putting him in the match. And what are you gonna do another one for me tonight? And Snoop Dogg's like, you want that? He's <laughs> like, that's not what I mean. The the Miz talked about how he it was a, ruined a ten thousand dollar suit yep. the night before. And when Snoop Dogg announced his match for tonight. This is an even more expensive suit than the last yeah. one. And then the music. the music. Here comes the money, 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 money. Out comes Shane O'Mac. Yep. To, yeah, Shane O'Mac. He does his Shane uh, O'Mac thing. He's 52. Right. I just want to throw that out there real quick. He comes running down the ramp. He gets in the ring. He cuts a little bit of a baby face promo. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg, this between y'all. Miz, Miz the whole time is arguing about not having a match. Snoop Dogg just like, he just backs away from it the whole time he's walking out of the ring. He's like, y'all going to figure this one out in the ring. The referee's here. It ain't me anymore. I'm not a wrestler. He's getting out of the ring. (laughs) He gets out of the ring, and the match starts between Shane O'Mac and The Miz. And three moves into the match, Shane O'Mac blows out his his quad. Shane throws like those horrible rabbit punch things that he does. He throws. He did something else that I forgot. Like an Irish whip to to get Miz running. Yep. He jumps over Miz. Yeah, he did a leapfrog, and when he landed, he blew he tore yeah, his blew, And when he got up is really <coughs> when he... Because he went to go get up, and he immediately collapsed back down. Now, Snoop Dogg, to his credit... Yes. Snoop Dogg stepped in the in. Miz yeah. here, really. Yeah. Well, but, but Snoop Dogg had the presence of mind, yeah. because apparently, from what I understand... Whether it's kayfabe or not. None of this was planned. None of this was planned. Yeah. Snoop Dogg just like, okay, he's down. I need to continue. I need to do something. Yeah. So he gets in the ring, and he starts beating on the Miz. Yep. 
And he beats the Miz. He does a people's elbow. Uh, which let's be real here. Horrible people's elbow. Oh, yeah. But it's Snoop Dogg. So yeah. I'm not expecting a whole lot from Snoop. But yeah, Snoop Dogg now has a win over the Miz at Mania. Yep. Uh, great segment. Contender for segment of the night, if not for the great match that had been ha- mm-hmm. you know put on earlier by the three men in the Intercontinental Championship. I think we match. can call that segment of the yeah. night for sure. Um, now, as much as I dislike Shane O'Mac, mm-hmm. especially with him being involved wrestling at fifty-two years of age right. after spending ten years away from the company. I don't wish injury on anybody who goes out there in the ring. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I hope that he recovers quickly and fully. Yeah, exactly. We then move to the match that I didn't really want to see. Mm-hmm. I did not want to see this match because it did not make any sense. Edge versus the demon Finn Balor. Yeah. It, it... Edge versus Finn Balor? I'm there for. I wanted to see that match. So Edge versus the Demon. I've got. I did not. I got multiple problems with this match, and it all starts with the entrances. <laughs> so, the Brood music plays. Mm-hmm. Edge and comes we and up. we get a, a thing that says Brood Edge. Yeah, Edge comes up from the the Ring of Fire. There was rumoring circling before Mania that Gangrel would be there, and that Christian had even gotten permission to be there. So that they could do an actual, the full-on brood entrance. Mm -hmm. Gangrel nor Christian were there. Oh, I 100% believe that Vince canned that idea. As soon as as he had control over it, Vince canned it. Oh, for sure. So Edge comes up um, as the Disco Terminator, (laughs) right? He had a Disco Ball mask. Yeah, (laughs) which looked dumb as all hell. Nothing at all to do with the brood. Mm-mm. I I never remember the brood being in mirror masks. Okay, no. so he gets about halfway down this ridiculously long ramp. Then, it's WrestleMania. That's what they right. do. Then his his the the edge. You think you know me? Music plays. He drops his brood jacket. He takes yeah. the mask off, and it's just Edge. It's Edge. He goes, gets in the ring. Finn's entrance hits. He's the demon. He comes out. So, I I like the demon gimmick. Okay? Oh, I love the demon gimmick. It did not fit this, this story. This Finn Balor, this this chicken shit Finn Balor, right? Smarmy, uh, you know, that guy. That's not the demon, Mm-mm. right? The demon doesn't work with this character. He comes out as the demon. They have their match. Demon doing demon stuff. Where this match completely lost me is about halfway in, roughly. Mm -hmm. Edge throws a ladder at Finn, and Finn doesn't get his hands up in time. Yep. So the ladder comes over, and it busts his head open, like on the top of his head. And it's a a nasty gash. I wouldn't be surprised if Finn had a uh, mild concussion from that hit, as well as the cut. So, because it's WWE... You know, they, they check on him, which is fine. Hey, cool. Check on check on the people. Make sure they're fine. 
But then they kind of stop the match, but not really for like 15 minutes almost. Well, it wasn't that long. It but felt like it. It felt like it. And, and it I'm positive like that they were. They completely have Finn off camera. Mm. They're they're gluing him shut. They're 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 trying to they they apparently injected him with numbing agent and stapled him shut. Oh wow! Okay, uh, they're in the ring, but the whole time this is going on, like they're not showing it. The ref, the the commentators are not talking about it. Edge is just kind of stomping around the outside of the ring, uh, pulling out their their color coordinated chairs, yeah, and kendo sticks and tables. Which was the dumbest thing I've seen ever. It just, yeah. Um, every time he would get over towards Finn, the ref was immediately there pushing him away, causing the camera to follow Edge. I mean, I, I will give props to Edge. He was doing stuff to keep the camera off of Finn. He was trying. It, it, he was trying, and it wasn't necessarily the greatest. The problem is it made the match terrible, right? Yeah. It, well, it I mean, is it, time. It destroyed everything. I but. don't think this is a hot take, but in the current WWE, it is time to do away with Hell in a Cell. That match, now, this one through a mistake, right? This yeah. wasn't planned, obviously. But... The two most recent Hell in the Cells that really stick out in my memory are this one, obviously recency bias, mm-hmm. and Seth Rollins getting disqualified in one because he got too violent in the match that's supposed to be there because things have escalated. The violence has escalated to the yeah. point where you've got to be locked in a cage. Uh, this match needs to go. I will counterpoint... Jay versus Roman. Good match. I'm cell not saying, wasn't necessary. I'm not saying that it, the cell was necessary. I'm not saying that it was. That I'm J just saying versus, yeah, that you that know Jay versus Roman match could have been a no holds barred match. Oh yeah, the cage wasn't necessary. And, um, and that's the thing is the cage is not WWE, treated the way it's yeah. not treated with the reverence that it right. once was. The cage you knew in a Hell in a Cell match you were going to see blood. Mm-hmm. You knew you were going to see violence, right? And that may make me sound bloodthirsty or something like that. However, that's how they built that match. Yeah. That match is built to a, the hatred between these two people cannot be contained anymore. This has to happen here. And And now we, we have both talked about it on this show. We're not fans anymore of overuse of blood. mm -mm. And I say anymore because I remember watching Shawn Michaels hair turn red and his face be completely covered in blood and loving every second of I remember that. watching it like last Wednesday when on yeah. Dynamite, right? AEW but, goes way too far with the blood. Yeah. Blood has its place in a combat sport. Because yes. let's be real here, right? It's entertainment. It, it's scripted. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. It's a scripted combat sport. Yeah. Right? So if blood happens, now I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I... I I think the whole blading should probably go away. That's a relic of a bygone era. Um, But if you get broken up in the hard way, if it's an accident, something like that, roll with it. Well, use, and here's use the that. thing. Think, think, Here, here's, think of Becky Yeah, a few years ago. Think of Stone Cold, you know, a decade or so ago. Um, 
Think of those moments. You mentioned Shawn Michaels. Think of all the Ric Flair matches. Think yeah. of think of seeing that crimson mask, that blood smeared face, and how iconic it made that moment. Yeah. Because WWE, at least then, understood how to use blood. Well, and and here's 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 what they should have done. Edge gets the win. Mm-hmm. Edge gets the win in this match. Balor goes down to this injury. It slows the match to a complete halt. Mm-hmm. We all know Edge is getting the win. All of us knew. At yeah. the, anybody who says that they didn't know is either not a wrestling fan, right, or Edge they are so game. far up into buying the Judgment Day that they don't understand story. Mm-hmm. Edge was winning. As soon as Finn went down, Ed, they should have pivoted. To the edge, end. edge hitting a spear, mm-hmm. one, two, three. Call the end and move on with life. WrestleMania yeah. ends a little bit early. Big deal. Let's move on. And then we move into the greatest travesty of the night, I, and it, it's the only thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. The undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Now, before we get to this match, I am convinced that. Edge Finn ended early. Okay. And I say that because it really felt like they were stalling for time oh, between yeah. that match and the kickoff of this like, match. There was like 20 minutes worth of video yeah. packages done. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. So, it, it was ridiculous. Yes. So we have Cody make his entrance. We have Roman make his well, entrance. Well, let's talk about their entrances for a minute, right? Okay. So Cody comes down. He, he, he comes up the Cody Vader. I mean, it was already there for Edge, may as well, right? So he comes up, he walks down to the ring, he walks over to the ringside area uh, where Brandy and their child is, and he, he grabs his little girl and he's holding her, and then he takes off his weight belt and he hands it to the kid that's standing next to Brandy, who the commenters call Brody. Luke Harper, or yeah, or they, John they specifically Huber's call out son. that is little Brody, yeah. that is uh, John Huber, formerly known as Luke Harper. Like yeah. they, they say every yep. his son. And, so there's negative one there. And Amanda Huber talks about on Twitter, like afterwards, that you know it was a uh, a life uh, a, a milestone moment, basically, right? Yeah. Like a a here's Brody is front row. At WrestleMania, and she talks about just how much she loves Cody Rhodes, even and, though he's not in AEW anymore, even yeah. though he's moved on to back to WWE. How much she loves him, yeah. And and just remember, when Brody died, the person that she reached out to to talk to Brody, mm-hmm. to tell Brody, and this was two years ago, was Cody, yep, and Biggie, yep, and. All props to what AEW has done for little Brody, for Amanda. Big E tweeted, uh, love seeing my brother still getting his call outs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Miss you every day. Yeah. Um, In another world, little Brody was standing there while Luke Harper is making his entrance for a main event at WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, So, but we didn't. You know, we didn't get that, but we, get we do that. get him. And what I can only assume that Cody is another father figure for Probably. Brody. 
I, I can only assume that based yeah. on what we've Cody's seen. Cody's weight belt had the emblems of all of the companies he's worked for on mm-hmm. it. So he's in the ring. Then this piano choir <laughs> yeah. starts playing, and they play the beginning of Reigns' music. Then Reigns comes out with Solo and Paul. Mm-hmm. They come down to the ring. Match starts. And this is a, I mean, look. We've given Cody, yeah, the match is, I'd even say the match is good. Yeah. That Cody and Roman are good. Mm -hmm. They work well together. They have chemistry together in the ring. This is a WWE Roman Reigns match. So Solo goes to get involved. Solo gets involved a couple times before the ref finally doesn't catch him, but kind of does. Yeah. The ref throws him out of ringside. Yep. As soon as he throws him out of ringside, the crowd erupts. You know, Solo, of course, he argues for a few minutes, then he stalks off back to yeah. the back. And I think during that few minutes, Paul Heyman had distracted Cody and, you know. Yeah. Um, we get a ref bump. Then, which causes uh, Roman to almost win here. Then we get another ref bump. And this time the ref goes down. Mm-hmm. The Usos come out. Yep. And they attack Cody, and they're attacking Cody when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come running through the crowd. They take out the Usos. KO hits a stunner on Roman. Sami hits a haluva kick on Roman. Cody hits the pin. One, two, kick out. Yep. That's where the match should have ended. Right there. Yes. Sami Zayn should have been the reason Roman lost mm-hmm. that haluva kick should have put roman on his back cody gets to three cody gets the belt then you go home from wrestlemania with cody and sammy and ko celebrating in the ring because the good guys triumphed over the bloodline that has been running roughshod over wrestle over wwe for the last three years instead instead we have Sammy and Kevin and the Usos they end up fight the up back. the ramp to the back. Sure. Okay. And then you see this well, person come from the crowd. Like Even before that, we have another couple of near falls oh, with yeah. Spears, with I was Cody just going to skip over all that. but <laughs> Then Cody hits a crossroads, stands up, hits a second crossroads. Mm-hmm. Stands up to hit a third crossroads. Paul Heyman gets on the apron, distracts the ref. Then you see this guy come jumping over the the barricade in a hoodie. In a hoodie. Runs into the ring, pulls the hoodie down. Oh, my God, it's Solo. No, no, he doesn't even pull a hoodie down. He runs up the side of the ring, hits the spike. the spike, which was one of the worst-looking spikes He was Because nobody was in the right position for it. No one was in the right position for it, so it looked terrible. And then Cody... Cody one, two, lets three. go of Roman. It's Roman solo. Spears, Cody. One, two, three. It's solo. Roman Reigns retains. We were watching this over at my buddy Carl's house, and all of us just went, ugh. Oh, yeah. And our chat started blowing up with our, our, our guys from the, the YouTube travelers. starts blowing up with you know, Wrestle Talk, Cultaholic, What Culture. Like, all of the big wrestling, even, you know, uh, Steven Larson, all of the big wrestling YouTube channels. What is WWE thinking? 
No. This is the dumbest thing we've ever seen. This is 100% Triple H slash Vince McMahon saying, oh, we're going to outsmart. We're going to outsmart these, this these was, marks. I don't think this was Triple H. I think, now, there's been stuff that has come out and said that Roman was was slated to win. Okay. So, you want Roman to win here. This would have been the perfect opportunity to have Roman actually win. Mm-hmm. Especially once Solo got sent to the back. Garbage that caused him to lose or caused him caused to him win, to right? Win. Yeah. This would have been that. Then you would have had to tell the, you could have told a way more compelling story other than, well, somebody got involved, me. Which you could, which. Doesn't appear to even be being told at this point, based on what happened on Raw. Roman, Roman, I think has had one match where he's won clean since he became champion. Jay Uso, I don't even think Jay. Mm, he beat yeah. Jay Uso clean. Every other match that he has had, he has won due to shenanigans yeah. of some sort. So, um, yeah. So that was night two of Monday Night Raw. So, it sucked ass. Mania Night One, I gave an A minus. Yeah. Every match on that card was good, with the exception of one. John Cena versus Austin Theory. John Cena versus Austin Theory was bad. Yeah. Like, it was a bad match. Everything else on that card was at least good, if not great. Yeah. On night two, the the triple threat for the Intercontinental title was great. Brock Omos was okay for what it was, and everything else was just not good. Which brought my uh, grade for WrestleMania to a D minus. So, did I skip? Was uh, Ray and Ray and Dom was night one? Was it night one? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think so. I was thinking for whatever reason I was thinking it was night two, but Mm-mm. it was night one because it was okay. the match before uh, Ray and Charlotte. Okay, because Ray wasn't out there. Okay. Um, sure. Did you miss Seth and Seth and Logan Paul was night one as well. Was night one. Yeah. I yeah. feel like uh, no, no Ray Ray and Dom were night two. Uh, uh-uh. they were night one. I feel like they were night Mm-mm. two. They were night one because Rhea was not out there for the Dominic Mysterio match because she was in the back getting ready for Charlotte. She even said that. Um. So. Then we go to Raw. Well, okay. Before we get to Raw, um, it breaks that in the Ray and Dom match, and this is part of the reason I was bringing it up. In the promo before oh, God. we get yeah. Ray and Dominic, yeah. when they were showing all of the different shots of the exterior of prisons, yep. they used a shot from... Auschwitz. <laughs> Auschwitz, yeah. I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, Auschwitz. You know, the Nazi death camp in Poland. So, I'm not saying that somebody at WWE is a Nazi. But I'm saying that it that's the, that's another call out. Remember, because when we were changing Gunther's na- or Walter's name to Gunther, he was going to be Gunther Stark, which, which was a Nazi U-boat captain. Which, at the time, I was willing to... 
I was like, I was okay, willing, was a- I was willing to write that off as a mistake because look, any German name that you throw out yeah. there is probably you'll probably be able well, to find a. If I'm, I may be misremembering this because it's been 20 years since I was in college. But when I took German in college, Germany has lists of approved names. Mm. Like when you have kids, if you have a boy, you can pick a name for a boy out of the book of boy names. If you have a girl, you can pick a name for a girl out of the girl names. You can't just be like, I'm going to name my kid Pilot. Because no, that's not a name that's in the book that you can use. Now, you can petition the court, and if the courts decide, "Eh, you know what, that could be a good name, they'll add it to the book. But you you can't just make up a name. Yeah. Well, you can't make up a name, and I'm sure that they have names in there. Like There are also names um, that you cannot have, like Adolf. Adolf. <laughs> uh, Himmler. Yeah. There are names you know, that the, are not allowed. Let's, you know, I don't want to go too far down the list of Nazis, yeah. but if they were a prominent Nazi, yeah, if they were a prominent member of the Nazi party in the 1940s. That's because Germany made Nazis illegal. Yeah. Then but, you are not going to be able to name your child that, and I'm going to have to throw the parental advisory on this, maybe, yeah, probably. just to protect us from Apple being overly. So, but, so WWE responds because the Auschwitz Museum, yeah, they're the ones that called it out, called it out. Uh, you know, some fans yeah. had noticed it, but th- it really picked up steam when the Auschwitz Museum called it out. Mm-hmm. WWE's response. We had no knowledge of what was depicted. As soon as it, as soon as we learned, it was removed immediately. As soon as did, we learned, did it you, was removed immediately. Did did you did did you guys not put this together? So, like, did you uh, hire? Did you hire the KKK to put this together for you? So, my 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 big question there is: it was removed immediately from what? This was a live event. I guess maybe it's not going to be on the replays. No, it's, it's not going to be on the replays. And but you're right. It was night one. It was removed from the, the video for night, night two. two. So. Guys. Yeah. Just Jesus. We had no knowledge of what was depicted. Right. You put it together. What it, did you just have somebody type Google uh, film of prison? And they were like, that one looks cool. And they didn't even bother to go into figuring I out where you. it was from. Were there any rights associated with it? As anything. As, as much fun as we just had saying that there's secret Nazis in the WWE. We allegedly. just made that up, allegedly. Um, I promise you, it was probably whatever editor that was assigned to produce this video just went on and found images of prisons. So, and Auschwitz was there, and they just didn't even look to say, "Oh, this says Auschwitz." You know, Auschwitz. Yeah. This looks like a prison. This is a cool looking prison. Let me grab that one just and throw it in there. Tone deaf. WWE is one hundred percent tone deaf. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. So, so shall we move to Raw? Let's move to Raw, and we're just going to run quickly through some of the results. So uh, I'll be I'll be perfectly blunt here, right? I did not watch this Raw. I did not watch SmackDown. I am still on my, I ain't watching WWE television products. Yeah. You know, because Vince is back, right? Yeah. But what I have been doing, I've been watching 
clips and pieces from YouTube, you know, yeah. if there was a, you know, for the Cody build, because I've honestly been kind of invested in that. I just don't want to give them the view on television, right? There you go. So I've been watching that. I have no idea what happened on Raw. Uh, I don't even think that the WWE knows because we were talking about this before we came on the air. Vince was back at Raw. Vince had 100% control. He rewrote Raw okay. like while it was on hour, the air. Well, he, he rewrote a large majority before it went on air. The only thing I've seen about Raw was a video surfaced of Seth Rollins in the ring during a commercial break. Seth's standing there, and he's, like, doing stuff for the crowd. And then the referee walks up to Seth, and Seth kind of gives this him this you've-got-to-be-kidding-me look. And the ref kind of shrugs, and Seth gets out of the ring and walks to the back. From everything I can see, Seth Rollins wasn't on Raw Monday night. <laughs> well, let's find out, shall we? Yeah. So, Triple H opened the show. Triple H gave his goodbye speech. Triple H opened the show and said, uh, talking about the success of WrestleMania and reassured the WWE audience that nothing was going to change. He's still in charge. Mm -hmm. He was giving his goodbye speech. Um, He immediately went to the back and Vince was in his chair and gorilla and Vince ran the the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Vince ran the show. Uh, we have almost defeating Elias. We have Austin Theory defeating Rey Mysterio. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeat the Street Profits. Um, yeah, so Seth Rollins came to the ring to celebrate his win over Logan Paul to, and the crowd sang a song. That's it. That was the segment. Jesus. Uh, we have Bobby Lashley defeating Mustafa Ali. We have Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley coming face-to-face. Uh... Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan defeat Damage Control, which Bailey was pulled from Raw, by the way. Um, Matt Riddle made, makes his return, uh, interrupting The Miz. And we have a match, which was Roman and Solo versus Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. After that match. Was it after the match or did the match even start? I don't even think the match Mm. happened from what I was reading. Let's see. Um, No, yeah, the match didn't even start. So during during the introductions, Lesnar grabbed Rhodes and delivered an F5. Yeah. Raymond. uh, uh, Raymond. Reigns, Sokoa, and Heyman just walk off. They look confused and walk off. Yeah, because from what I what I was reading, it was like it kicks off where Roman was in the ring. Cody comes out. Cody says he wants to have a you know he wants a rematch. Roman says not a chance. They talk about it since I Cody says something like since I basically had to fight both of y'all at WrestleMania, why don't we have a tag match? They kind of have a little discussion, and Roman says, or Paul says, there are two conditions to this match. One, um, it has to be somebody that wrestled at Mania, and two, whoever is your partner can never challenge for the title while Roman Reigns has it. And then Brock Lesnar's music hits. 
because Brock lost his right to challenge Roman for the title yeah. at like SummerSlam when he lost that match. So Brock comes out, you know, because the, 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 the write-up that I was reading was talking about it being kind of a cool, uh, a cool setup, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, polishing a turd, basically. Because we're at this point, but let's do what we can with it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then when the match went to start, like Roman or uh, Brock just attacked Cody. Yeah. And there was actually no match. So um, even worse, now it looks like we're going to put Cody versus Brock for a while. Yeah. Why? Uh, another thing that happened is Damian Priest put Bad Bunny through a table. Yeah, well, they're going to be in Puerto Rico. Yeah, they're in Puerto Rico with Bad Bunny as hosting for Backlash. And that, to me, this means that Bad Bunny's going to be in a match against Damian Priest. Probably, which, according to Dave Meltzer, Roman Reigns is not scheduled for Backlash. At all. Doesn't surprise me. So, yet again, because the fans loved Brock Lesnar being the champion and not on shows. Now Roman's held the belt for three years hostage. They've done nothing to really elevate the U S title or the intercontinental title to be that. Okay. Well, if I can't have my, my main event, my, my main title matches, except on say the big four or something, at least I get to see really good matches for the intercontinental title Mm -hmm. and the U S title. Nope. We're not doing that. At this point, at this point, I just firmly believe that Vince wants to destroy his creation mm-hmm. because if he can't play with it, then nobody else gets That's to. That's what it feels. It feels like Vince just made that bank, mm-hmm. right? And now he just wants to run it to the ground because so, I built this from the ground. Yeah, so Vince agreed to pay back, what was it, $14 million or yep. whatever for all for of his misconduct the, misconduct. And immediately announces the sell of the company, which prior to the sell, his contract was changed to where he gets an enormous payout yep. for the sell. Mm-hmm. Nick Khan gets a payout for the sale because that was how his contract was. Nick Khan got one. Triple H got a payout too. Triple H got a payout, but, but I think Triple H got a Triple payout H- because he did such a good job. Triple H and Nick Khan's payouts added together wasn't even close to Vince's. Yeah. So, um, so, I'm sure that Vince isn't even going to miss the money. Like it's going to even it's going to be one of those where they're just going to deduct the yeah. 14 million he from paid his back 14 million and got like a billion type thing. Yeah, it wasn't a billion, but you get what I mean. Yeah, like remember, and the difference between one million dollars and one billion dollars is about a billion dollars, right? So exactly. <laughs> you know, what is or it the like, difference between fourteen like a million seconds is like a week or something like that, and a billion seconds is 11 years. It's something stupid like yeah. that. Um, but Raw was awful from everybody, from everything I've seen, from everything I've read about it. Raw was terrible. It was obvious that Vince was back trying to book this garbage. Um, I didn't watch SmackDown. I haven't even read anything about what happened on SmackDown. I'll be honest with the audience. I don't care about WWE anymore. Like there, there is nothing about WWE that makes me have any faith that they're going to tell a good story 
it's just going to be that, well, this was working. So we're going to continue to run that into the ground until everybody hates us. Yeah. Um, Apparently, this is this is WWE related, but also in AEW Wednesday night. Jay White shows up. Now, there's been rumoring around that Jay White was signing with WWE. Apparently, WWE had almost a month's worth of con- uh, worth of creative content written for Jay White. Mm-hmm. And right after, or right before Mania, Jay White re- signed with AEW. Yeah. Um, so, good move on Jay White's part. Um, FTR, their contracts ended on April 1st. Mm-hmm. Now, there had been a lot of rumoring, a lot of discussions that... They were either going to take a year off. They they really weren't planning on re-signing with AEW. Uh, there were several pictures posted, whether they were part of a work or a shoot. I'm not sure where WWE contracts were seen in, like, some photos. Mm-hmm. Um, Wednesday night, they had a career versus titles match with the guns, which FTR won. Uh, at this point in the show... I would like to play for you a reenactment of a phone call that occurred at approximately midnight on <laughs> April 3rd. Ring. Hey, uh, hey, Tony, this is, uh, this is Futter. Uh, I got, got some brisket out on the, on the grill. I don't have a whole lot of time. I got to go out and check on that in a minute, but, uh, you still got some contracts for us. Uh, we, we'd like to resign. We'd like to go ahead and sign those. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, so so they've re-signed, obviously, with AEW. Jay White is in AEW. Um, Drew McIntyre is ruined. It ruined. <laughs> I mean, is he is ruined, but... Rumored to be leaving. be leaving, or at least is unhappy with his current position in WWE yep. and with what WWE is willing to pay him I'm, currently. I'm, I'm waiting to see Drew Galloway as All Elite. And honestly, I think that would be a great get for All Elite. Um, AEW, AEW, Drew McIntyre would be a great get for him, especially if Tony. Could you and, imagine him going back to Impact though? I mean, uh, he, yeah, definitely he became a thing. I I can imagine him going to Impact. I can imagine if Impact decides to play their cards right, mm-hmm. and they have to play their cards right here, they can elevate themselves. Oh, for sure. But they cannot just keep sending the title, putting the title back on moves. There is. There is so much going wrong with WWE right now. Mm-hmm. Like, remember we, we how talked, remember how a week ago we were I talking know, we about were like how well about WWE it, right? was doing. We have talked in the past about the sky is falling with WWE, right? We mm-hmm. we said this is garbage. It sucks. I'll go online. I'll see a what culture video that says everything's going good in WWE. And I'm sitting here thinking, what are they watching? Because the WWE, the, the raw that I just watched, the, the pay-per-view that I just watched, I'm sorry, premium live event that I mm-hmm. just watched. That was hot trash. But you know, here's Steven Larson, you know, dropping, dropping those same names from earlier, you know, the, yeah. the big wrestling video creators, right? Yeah. Talking about how they enjoyed this show, they liked this, they liked this, and I'm sitting here and and Michael and I have had this conversation. We've had it with Jay and Brady from the Travelers, Jody from the Travelers as well. You know, as a, are we the wrong ones? Like, are, are we the ones that are sitting here looking yeah. at this going, 
we hate all of this, and are, yet the internet seems to love it. Are we out of touch? And I will say to some extent, we probably are. We are middle-aged right. white men who grew up watching WCW and Attitude Era WWE. But right now, our opinion is currently the majority opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple out there that are saying things like, you know, Stuff like, well, you know, Cody really never faced any adversity, so him losing here will will just make it all the sweeter when he wins somewhere else. And it's like, the dude wrestled Seth Rollins in a cage, a Hell in a Cell match, even, Mm -hmm. with a torn peck. Yeah. And put on a really good show and set back the, the mentality of wrestle through it 50 years. Mm hmm. But we the match we hate good. we hate that the match took place. We hate the match took place, but, but damn, was it a good? It match. was a good match, and also Didn't that, need to be further, a hell in a that cell. further proves your point because that happened last year, and we completely forgot yeah. that it was in a cell. Right? Didn't need to be in a cell. So it added nothing to the match. And so, while we're getting rid of hell in a cell, can we get rid of cage matches because they are utterly pointless these days? Yeah. Why have a cage match that no one can get involved in when everybody gets involved? Mm. That's what the hell in a cell was supposed to be for. It prevented it prevented people from getting involved in a match that people weren't already supposed to be getting involved in. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to think about what else was out there in the world of wrestling this week. Um I will say this that um I'm just blanking. Because we talked about what happened at WrestleCon last week. Um, which Rick Steiner has been a f- has been barred from WrestleCon now for life, apparently. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Sabu uh, was hospitalized this week after suffering a serious medical emergency. He has oh, wow. tweeted that he's doing better. Okay. Uh, so, you know, thoughts out there to Sabu. For those of us who remember, Sabu is one of those that like. How is he still alive? Oh yes, Bushwhacker uh, Butch died. Yes, Bushwhacker Butch did pass away. Um, or he passed away. He was present WrestleMania weekend yep. and became extremely ill and passed away. Sounded like it was very quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, our thoughts and prayers and whatever go to go to his, his family. His family. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Nothing really happened on SmackDown, so we're not going to drive down SmackDown. Nothing really happened on Rampage, although um, Julia Hart got a Let's Go Spooky chant from the crowd, yeah. uh, which is amazing. Love it. Uh, but, yeah, other than a few little you know, bad takes from former wrestlers on uh, you know, one Ric Flair saying, the company would be better off with Vince in charge of creative. Yeah. No, no, no God, no, no, it wouldn't. Monday night proves that it wouldn't. And if I was uh, Ari, whatever his that, face is, that is who is thing. the CEO of Endeavor. So that's something I wanted to mention about Raw. So Cage Match is a website that ranks pay-per-views, episodes of Raw, episodes of SmackDown, stuff like that. Wednesday the last time I looked at it, but the worst wrestling anything ever on cage match is the heroes of wrestling mm-hmm. pay-per-view, which was actually done here on the coast in Mississippi. 
back in the early 2000s, we had a, a drunk, not knowing where he was, Jake Roberts, who... Sounds about right for that era of time, Jake Roberts. Who took his snake and turned it into a phallus and played with it in front of children all over the place. Uh, we had Yokozuna, who at this point in his life was probably couldn't fit in our studio with the size that he was. Um, it is universally hated as the worst pay, as the worst wrestling thing that has ever been done. Period. The number two worst thing on Cage Match was an episode of NXT from the early part of NXT where it was a one-hour show, and in that one-hour show, it had zero wrestling on it. Not a minute. Mm. None. One hour of promos, video packages. And the number three thing on that list was Monday's Raw, <laughs> which which had more votes than the other two combined. And the other two have been around for years yeah. to get these negative votes. So here's the thing. Monday Night Raw, three-hour show. 29 minutes wrestling. First hour of the show commercial was free. commercial free. Mr. Holder, do you under do you know how many minutes of wrestling occurred in the first hour of Monday Night Raw? Uh, I'm not sure. I could be misremembering, but I believe I saw something that said zero. I know there was 29 minutes for the entire show. Yeah. A three-hour three show. show. One hour of it commercial free. Yeah, so... In a two, so in a one-hour show, generally you get about twenty minutes of commercials. So the first hour is commercial free. So that's forty minutes of commercials across the three hours of Raw. So that leaves us with two hours and twenty minutes. Steiner math time. That leaves us with two hours and twenty minutes worth of show. Twenty-nine minutes was wrestling. Mm -hmm. So. Damn near two hours was talking, recap, <laughs> promo, garbage. Yep. So, yeah, that's wrestling for the week. There you go. How about that? Yay. So, yeah, I guess um, what we'll do here. Okay, so... Before we get into any thanks and and shout outs and all of that, a announcement, uh, a programming announcement. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We will not somebody's have... <laughs> having something going yeah. on in their life. So there will not be any current reviews of the weeks of wrestling for a couple weeks. Current. current. Wait a minute. What's this? Hmm. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I'm just going to leave that there. Now, uh, I am moving next weekend, so I won't be able to record. And then uh, we will have, in, well, I guess there might be another week of wrestling in like two weeks. No, no, my mind, my mind, I don't know. I'm making stuff up as I go. Either way, we're going to miss a few weeks of current programming coming up because I'm moving. And at the end of the month, I'm getting married. 
And as much as I love wrestling, and we're as much it, as I love, we're gonna do it in a ring. <laughs> uh, you know, y- y'all should have been there for the engagement, right? Because he gets down on one knee to his girlfriend, and he goes, Elizabeth. <laughs> Will you marry me? And the funny thing is, is his fiance's name is not Elizabeth. Yeah, um, <laughs> she's been on the show before. Uh, you know, but yeah. So. But no, yeah, I am getting married at the end of the month. I'm moving next weekend. Uh, we might try to squeeze another show in there in between. I don't know if we're going to be able to do so or not. But with that being said, we're not going to be live in the studio. Maybe we'll do a best of. I don't know. It depends on on how much time I have this week as I pack up the house. Fun. Uh, With all of that being said, a huge shout-out to McNarb Gaming here in Gautier, Mississippi. Uh, Thank you, Cameron. Yeah, the sole and the only and sole Um, proprietor of McNarb. Check out McNarbs if you've ever had any interest in playing an RPG uh, like Dungeons & Dragons. Or... If you've listened to the most recent episode of Travelers, Ooh. you might have heard a familiar voice. Oh, really? Playing the Cypher system. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, check out McNarm Gaming. They got everything that you could look for. Are you interested in RPGs? They've got RPGs. Are you interested in uh, 40K? They've got some 40K stuff. And what they don't have, they can order. Yeah, what they don't have, you can order. They've got paints. They've got all sorts of other board games that you might be interested in. If you want to play something before you buy it, they have an entire wall of games that you can pull down. ton of stuff on it. And if you don't know how to play it, somebody here in the shop does and would be willing to play the game with you. In fact, they'd be more than willing. They would love to play the game with you because they work at a game shop. Or they're hanging out at a game (laughs) shop. And... We don't hang out at game shops because we don't love playing games, you know? Yeah. So somebody up here is going to be, would love to play a game with you, show you how to show you how to play the game. And if you're interested, you can probably pick it off the shelf and buy it. So once you've done that, head over to Big Dog Liquor. Grab yourself a bottle of something fun. One of these redemption bottles, the Redemption High Rye, or uh, I never can remember the name of the other one. <laughs> the Rabbit Hole. Rabbit Hole. Or, you know, hey, whiskey's not your thing. I understand. Everybody can be wrong. Yeah. You can grab yourself some vodka, some tequila, some rum. Some gin. Some gin, which, you know what? No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't get the gin. Uh, are you a wine person? Because he's got a ton of wine over there. Every month he has a different brand of it on sale. And if you're a wine person, <laughs> you can even order them in cases from him and get a small discount. Or if you're not going that route, if you're military, you get a discount. If you're a senior citizen, you get a discount. If you go in on Wednesdays. You can stack both of those discounts. So, you know, knock yourself out. Yeah. Get something good. And now that you're done listening to us, head on over and listen to the Travelers on the Omnibus and learn about the Cypher system. Yeah, they did it uh, two weeks in a row. Or done it. Tra- listen to them to some of their older stuff where they've done tier lists and listing the five best or five worst. They're, or, you know. I think they're coming up on a milestone this week, actually. Yeah. So, Travelers on the Omnibus, a field trip through nerd and pulp culture. A great show. Listen to it. You might hear some familiar voices pop up. You can also listen to Jody, who's one of the travelers, and his podcast, Fearology, uh, where he talks about his personal relationship with horror movies. He's done some great stuff. He's done some comparisons between remakes of old horror movies. He's even got some experimental music that he's done up there that's pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so give him a give him a listen on his his own solo project there. Yep. 
And if movies are your thing and you want something more than horror movies, check out our friends over at Silence Your Cell Phones. Excuse me. They listen to, they watch all kinds of movies and rate them, do their whole breakdown. They do bingeable television shows. So if that's your thing, give them a watch or a listen. They have a live stream on YouTube. Or you can catch the audio version on your favorite podcast listening app. Once you've done all that, tune in next time to Whiskey and Wrestling. Yeah. And with all of that said, we are going to head to the house and cry over the loss of what has been a great, what, eight months or so of WWE. And uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.